Man, but you do what, what you do. You're the top snowmobiler in the world, and that's why you're on this podcast here today, baby. <laughs> All right, you, you ready to crush this thing? What sweats are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> you know it. Hey, I got these tights on. I got my workout tights on. <laughs> One more thing I want to tell you about before we dive into the podcast. If you want your life transformed in 2023, if you want to go from where you are now to where you want to get, message me. Let me know. Go to davidnurse.com. Check out the info for this. This is the transformation, the high achievers transformation group. I have been blessed to help over 2,000 people, NBA players, coaches, CEOs, everything, everyone transform their life, and I can absolutely help you get there. Whether it's something you want in a relationship, in your business, in your mindset, something you are not doing that we will unlock, give you the game plan, give you the blueprint, and help you transform your life in 2023. Please message me. All right, now, time for the show. You are about to get your mind blown. Andy Thomas, welcome to the David Nurse Show, where we optimize for excellence. It's great to have the top snowmobiler in the world on this podcast. And there's, you know, I gotta, I gotta admit this, Andy, like snow is cool. Like it's cool to go see snow and a beautiful snow in the mountains, but living in snow, you're crazy, man. I'm just going to put that out there right there. Andy. you you're certifiably crazy. How yeah, you doing, brother? It, it's uh it's different, but you'd like it. You'd get used to it. I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? You think I would get used to it? I grew up in Iowa in the snow and tried to get as far away from the snow, and I hate when it drops below 70 <laughs> degrees in Los Angeles. So thank you for yeah, that. Yeah, you probably would I... <laughs> I'd be soft, man. I wouldn't go outside for like – I'd be like a bear. I'd just hibernate it up. be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's start this thing off with a bang. Everybody knows of you as this top snowmobiler, this adrenaline jet junkie, Polaris snowmobiles, the face of it all. But, but tell us something a little bit different about you that, that maybe most people don't really know. Oh, man. I'm, uh, yeah, I am super in snowmobiling, huge outdoors person. But uh, I don't know. I grew up in a, in a pretty big family. I didn't get on an airplane. The first time I ever flew on an airplane, I was 21 and I went skydiving. So kind of a different childhood than a lot of people, but yeah, I had a bigger family, so we just drove everywhere. But the first time I flew, I was skydiving. Yeah. I got to unpack that real quick. So were you more afraid of the plane flight or the skydiving? Because it's your well, first we were in this, Yeah, we were in this tiny tin can plane. So definitely the, the flight was more scary getting up. We were like doing circles up to 13,000 feet and, it was kind of funny. Yeah, I never landed a plane the first time I flew. I just, we jumped out. <laughs> That's a really cool story, actually. And I've done skydiving, and the flight going up is really frightening, for me at least. But then once you're up there, like, well, I'm this high up. Like, what else am I going to do? I guess I trust the guy who says he's been on 10,000 skydives before that I'm holding on to <laughs> for deep life. It's have you always been an adrenaline junkie? Because that's that's pretty crazy for your first flight to just jump out of the plane. 
Yeah, I think so. I think I always just, I like the feeling of, of uh, not really knowing what the outcome's going to be and just trusting that it's going to be okay. And if, if it's not, it's not, but yeah, just trusting that what you're doing is, is going to work out. Yeah. Well, how, I mean, trusting that it's going to work out, but like, do you go into these adrenaline type things? I mean, snowmobiling through the mountains, you're doing all kinds of crazy things. Like you're like the Red Bull guy. Like we need a sponsorship for you for Red Bull. Red Bull, give Andy Thomas a sponsorship. He's a wild man. But do you go through these, like, do you have fear when you go into them? Or do you look at them as like, it's about to be a freaking cool adventure? Yeah, both. Definitely scary being like in the mountains where, you know, you all sorts of different things can happen to you at any time with avalanches or like the terrain or anything. Just all sorts of different scenarios when you're out there but that's half the fun is just exploring country that a lot of people have never been before some places nobody's been to so yeah the fear is what's fun it's it's cool putting yourself out there like that the fear is what's fun okay we got to hit on that point i want to get to your story but we got to hit on that point of when was a time that that you were out there and you felt that fear that you really felt like man, I don't know if I'm going to make it out alive. Like this could be the end right here. Was there ever a time that you just felt like, oh, geez, what the heck am I doing? Yeah, for sure. I've been out a couple of times. And, and the biggest thing we fight as snowmobilers in the backcountry is avalanches. Um, we're able to get in such steep terrain and, and just gnarly country. So this last spring I was out with a buddy and and I kind of got stuck up against a tree and he came above me and he broke a bunch of snow and it all came down on me and it kind of buried me up to about my belly button. And at that time I was wondering if more was going to come down or like what my situation was there because I wasn't in a very good spot as far as <laughs> being able to get out of there if more came. So that was, that's one time that really sticks out when I was like, Oh, I hope I make it home tonight. All right, so I've, I've been asked multiple times, am I still in college? No, I'm not. I kind of wish I was. But the reason I get asked that is because my skin still looks so young. I'm far from college, trust me. And I haven't always had the best skin either, like blemishes. Just six months ago, I had a huge, massive breakout, but that doesn't happen anymore. And honestly, it is because of one skin. I'm a true believer in what one skin is doing. They are addressing the skin at a molecular level targeting root causes, not just the, the topical and, and trying to take blemishes away, but they're actually, they're, they're working on the root cause of what a, what ages skin and functionalities and makes it feel and look younger. And they can actually reverse the age of your skin. Yeah, nobody else is doing that. My wife and I, Taylor, who's got beautiful skin, even more beautiful now, we went up to headquarters in San Francisco and watched how it all was done. Growing skin, the testing that they're doing, their one skin body, one skin prep, one skin topical supplement. They're changing it. They are reversing. They're anti-aging, anti-aging, reinvented. So one skin, if you want... Uh, if you want your money maker, your skin, the, the biggest organ in your body to be taken care of at the best level, this is for you. Oneskin.co, C-O, and the code for 15% off is David15. The link will also be in the show notes. That's oneskin.co, David15. 
and reverse your age. <laughs> Just casually caught in the avalanche, dear. I'll be home for dinner. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Okay, let's get let's 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 throw Change. back your story, how you became this incredible snowmobiler. When was this moment that you realized like this was your thing? Snowmobiling is what you were made for. This is your dream, your passion. And talk about the time like maybe you went through a difficult situation before or injuries or how did you know snowmobiling was it? And how have you gotten to where you are today through it? You know, snowmobiling kind of, it didn't fall into my life, but I was always really interested in it. But I never knew that I would have the opportunity to um, get into it the way that I am now. And I think it all just came from a serious passion for being outdoors and and being, doing things with motorsports. I've always been into motocross and even snowboarding and that kind of stuff. I just like being outside. So I think, I think the biggest thing for me was that I finally was able to ride snowmobiles quite a bit and I just fell in love with it. And my passion pushed me like I never, it was never a question when I woke up in the morning, if I wanted to go, I just couldn't wait to go. It just a serious Mm -hmm. love for it. And, uh, that's kind of how I, I think I just went so much that I was able to get good at it. And, and then it, brought me into sponsors and into competition and just meeting people and just excelling in the sport. And I think, I don't know, five, six years in is when I was like, Oh man, I've been doing this a lot and I haven't really been doing anything else. So might've felt a little bit of, a little bit of burnout there, but that's when I, I uh, was able to get a little bit more focused and just really appreciate where, snowboarding has brought me and like what it's done for me mentally and yeah so I kind of relit my passion for it and we're still going you know what's interesting is that you turned this into your career and you didn't necessarily set out to be like hey I'm going to be a professional snowmobile you kind of loved it so much that it became your career so there's so many times in like people have these dreams. We want to accomplish dreams, but everybody around us will tell us, well, that's not even a real job. Like that doesn't even make sense. Andy, professional snowmobiler, like, dude, uh, get a nine to five job. How have you dealt with that? Because I know that is something that you hear in, in growing up in a small town, especially. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You definitely get people that wonder what you're doing and how you're doing it and, and why you do it and all that. But yeah, it, when I was a kid, I just thought, yeah, grow up, get a normal job, work nine to five and, and then die essentially. But yeah, my passion for snowboarding, I, I kind of got lucky and fell into being able to, to make money doing something that I love. And I'm yeah. super grateful. Yeah. For that. How do you block out that noise? When other people say, Andy, when are you going to get a real job? Like, what do you like, what's going through your mind? Because you're, there's not many people like you that have that type of foresight to the future to actually go for your passion. And even when it's not happening right away, you weren't making money from it right away, but you continue to proceed and, and pursue it. Yeah. I think one thing that I always remind myself of is uh, I don't really want a normal life. I want to be able to live a life that I'm proud of and that I love. And Good. what what helps me do that is when I'm 80 years old on my deathbed, I I'm way more scared of the regret of not trying than I am of trying and failing. That's gold. The regret on the deathbed, the scale of regret. Andy, that's, that's beautiful. Are you willing to put in today going through hard, difficult times to have something that you're proud of 
this is the scale, or yeah. are you going to give in and then have that regret? That's the balance of decisions you make, and you do that so well. And and now snowmobiling has been said it's actually been named the most dangerous outdoor winter sport, like the most dangerous. How'd you slip this by your parents? How were they like, yeah, oh, uh, Andy, go ahead, do this uh, dangerous sport thing? Yeah, my mom definitely doesn't love it. She she always wonders why I'm so obsessed. But but yeah, we grew up in a in a town with where we get so much snow. So everybody snowmobiles around here. It's just a normal thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, okay. mom definitely wasn't mom's favorite choice of sport, but dad supported it. So that feeling when you are just recharged, you don't have any sickness, no ailments, you have full optimal energy, you are functioning at your highest level. You want to recreate that? Yeah, sure. You do. I do. We all do. And then you can times it by 10. What I'm about to tell you is going to blow your mind. So hold on here. This, this is real hyperbaric chamber. If you don't know what it is, look it up right now. Look up Eleve Health, E-L-E-V-E health.com. It's an oxygen miracle. What it is, HBOT, the hyperbaric chamber. It's a simple and non-invasive therapy where you go into this. It places a body in a pressurized environment that allows extra oxygen to dissolve in the blood plasma and travel freely throughout your circulatory system, getting more red blood cells flowing naturally to the body's function. It's going to help you kill off any harmful bacteria. It's going to help you detox, increase your oxygen concentration, resist and fight infection, heal wounds faster, improve oxygen supply, reduce swelling, stop infection, lower inflammation, all while you're relaxing in the chamber. I, I, I kid you not, this is what the pros, the top Olympic athletes, what everybody uses for the highest optimization recovery. This is called Hyperbaric Chamber, HBOT, from Eleve Health, E-L-E-V-E Health.com. Message me separately, too, if you want to get a specific deal on this. Check it out as you're a sports team, if you're an individual, if you're just somebody who loves optimization, it will be an absolute life changer for you. Nice. Yeah. What are you going to do, Mom? It's just, that's what your <laughs> son's passion is. Support it. Love it. Okay. I want to jump into is in this podcast, we're all about optimizing for excellence. And we've done some work on the mindset development, and you're a mindset stud. You understand the importance of mental skills, of focus, and just the way that you implemented it into your daily routine has been extremely impressive. Now, I want to jump to when you're in the moment. So imagine you're in the moment, you're in one of the biggest races, you're flying through the mountains, jump after jump, high speed turn after high speed turn. How do you stay in your flow state? How do you block out fear of crashing, fear of losing? Like, how do you stay the most locked in when you're out there going through it? Um, I think the, f the one thing that I do well at is I understand that there will be times when I crash. There will be times when I fail. So I already put that out on the table. I know that's going to happen, but. But I'm, I know that I'll always keep trying and I'll always keep moving. So that kind of takes the, the fear out of failing, fear, fear away from failing, if that makes sense. And, but when I'm out there 
you know, to get flow. I just remember the work that I've put in. I know that I, I've put in a lot more work than pretty much anyone else. So I'm super confident in my ability while I'm out there. So good. It helps man. me get into my flow. Yeah. Yeah. You're so, so good. And, and let's hit on that point of there will be mistakes. There will be things that go wrong. Just understanding that frees you up to be able to take risk and take chances. I think far too often people are just like, oh, I don't want to mess up. Oh, I, I, I don't want to I don't want to fail. And then it causes you to hold so tightly and not take a risk. Is that just something yeah, exactly. that you've been able to like? I mean, it's, it's tough to do. Have you been able to develop that? Has it been your whole life? Like, what, what makes you such a risk taker, I guess, is the question I'm asking. I think it just goes back to is we, we get one, one shot at this life. And, and uh, if we hold ourselves back being too nervous or, or not believe, believing in ourselves or thinking that it might not go perfect, then a lot of times that stops us from trying. We have to not worry so much about everything being perfect, every, the right circumstances, right scenarios, everything, because that's never going to happen. But if we, you know, they say shoot for the stars and if you come up a little short, you're still higher than everyone else. <laughs> yeah, just do yeah. that. It's great, man. I think it's you land on the moon. So it's like shoot for the stars, you land on the moon. But shoot for the stars, and, and you might land on some stars farther than the moon. So I love it. That is true. <laughs> yeah, though. we have this life to live. Like we're playing, like we're playing on just just borrowed time here. We have you know that God has the plan, and then live a life where you're able to take risk, take chances. Okay, so let's go. I love that. You will make mistakes. Be okay with that. You base yourself on the preparation is where the confidence comes from. You've prepared for this moment. You've seen this moment. Now, you're about to start a race. This is the biggest race. This is the championship race. And how, how, how do you rise above the nerves? How do you rise above the fear? Take us through a moment where you're sitting there about to start the race. What are you thinking? Uh, definitely. I always have a little bit of imposter syndrome, you know, cause you're, you're there, you're the center of attention and you're about to try to go be the best. And I think one, a few things that help me is just being grateful that I am there, like knowing that I de deserve to be there. Um, it's really cool. Not, not everyone gets that opportunity. So I just try to be grateful for it. And that sets me down, kind of grounds me. And then, and then I just go back to knowing that I've put in the work knowing that I've been dedicated to this for so long and so I'm so motivated to do well at it. And I know that I've put in the work to, to do well. So I trust in that. I trust what I have done. And, and I know that whatever happens, I'll, I'll give it everything I have and whatever happens is okay. Ooh, that last point. That's so good. Whatever happens is okay. Being okay with the results because you are so focused on the process and you love the process. It's beautiful, man. Yeah. Beautiful. Now, as a top snowmobiler in the world, like this is not just, hey, once the snow falls, now I'm going to turn it on. You're committed. You are committed to the optimization process for your body, for your sleep, nutrition, training. What does what does what does your training and nutrition regimen look like? How do you make sure you take a step ahead of the competition? And I know like we've talked about how much more you're learning on sleep and, and, and recovery and just making it a whole holistic lifestyle. Yeah. So I am super into the physical training part of it. Um, I love 
working out, lifting weights, riding dirt bikes, cross training, mountain bikes, all of that. Like that's definitely where my passion all started. And I'm getting more into the mindset optimization of just, of not letting yourself hold it, not letting me hold myself back, if that makes mm. sense. So yeah, that's the biggest thing. Uh, eating right, sleeping right, just being okay with where you are and trusting your process and not letting your mind get in your own way. Love it. Love it. Okay. So take us through a day. So let's say like somebody listening out there wants to be the highest performing athlete or, or whatever they want to be in their field. Like, are you waking up? Are you rolling out of bed at 11 AM playing some video games? Like, what are you doing? Like, what is it for you? What's your, cause you're very, you're very disciplined. I know this, like, what's it look like for you? in a training off season type day, or even just like, Hey, now it's time to get on the snowmobile, but I got to make sure that I hit all of my points. So I know I'm taking growing every single day. Yeah. I mean, I'm super into making sure that my body and my mind are all sharp and, and ready to go. And that all starts the night before I try to get in bed at a good time. And nice. that way, when I wake up, I'm, I'm ready to go. I like to get up early. I like to get up with the sun and, and that's when my mind is the least amount of stress and anxious yeah. through the day. So I, I kind of just go through my, what my day looks like and what I want my day to, to look like. And oh, are and you saying and you're visualizing, you're visualizing what you want your day to look like? Yeah. I like right when I wake up, I just kind of go into a mode of like visualizing how the day's going to go, where I want the day to end up at the end of the day. And, and just kind of reminding myself what my goals are and and where I am in my process. Dude, that's good. That's good. Okay. So I'm going to throw you on the rapid fire hot seat. So these can be quick answers. Whatever comes to your mind, put you on the hot seat. Andy Thomas, here we go. So as a person that's committed to growth and optimization, how are you continuing to learn and grow? Do you have any favorite books? or podcast other than this podcast, of course, that your that, that are go-tos for you for your for your mindset and your optimization. Um, my favorite book right now is The Twelve Hour Walk by Colin O'Brady. That guy went through some serious hmm. um pretty cool challenges he put himself through in life with Everest and crossing Antarctica and I like his mindset. So that's huge for me. I like listening to Ed Milet. The his book, Power of One More is huge for me. I refer to that a ton. So, yeah, and I'm I'm trying to learn something from everyone every day. You can everybody has something to offer. They don't have to be a huge name. It could be someone at the grocery store just being social. Just giving everybody the chance to teach you something. It's great, man. Always being curious in conversations. That's so so important. Glad you hit on that. Okay, craziest adventure you want to go on. What's on your bucket list that you're like, "Man, this is this is the next big big challenge for me." Uh, I don't know if it's the next challenge, but I think shooting for the stars landing on the moon goal for me, I want to climb Everest one day. Like it seems so out of reach, so far away from my comfort zone. I would love to do that one day. Wow. Have you seen those, those mountain climbing documentaries? They're, they're crazy. Uh, what, I, I even, there's no chance you could get me out there and climb a mountain or climb a mountain in the cold, but they're my favorite shows. They're like, the mastery of the mind through mountain climbing documentaries, crazy. 
Yeah, it, it's so interesting. It's so cool. Your mind is capable of so much, and I think that would be one of the ultimate tests. Yeah, I just I know my mind's capable of a lot. I just don't think it's capable of much when it's freezing cold out. <laughs> climb a mountain in Hawaii or something, then we'll yeah we'll do that challenge. Yeah, let's love start it. there. I'll go I'll what else has you excited? What else has you excited when you get out of bed every morning? I know it's snowmobiling, but but building a personal brand, building a clothing brand. Talk to us on on your other ventures that you're going after as well. Yeah, I uh, I just want to eventually help people. So right now I'm kind of going through a stage of learning how I can do that the best way, whether it's a personal brand or or selling merchandise where I can help dog shelters or this or that, just some way to be able to help. And uh, so that's kind of my transition. I'm still fully devoted to snowmobiling, but kind of like seeing how I can broaden my horizons and and just wake up every day, moving the needle a little bit, one little step at a time, knowing that I'm working towards being the best version of myself. That's awesome, brother. So good. How, do, how can we all follow you, see what you're up to, watch your great, crazy snowmobiling videos and just support you through the season coming up here? Yeah, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok is all Andy Thomas 104. It's my race number, 104. So, yeah, Andy Thomas 104 on all those platforms. I love it. Okay, last question I have for you before you're off the hot seat. If you could give a kid or somebody young on their journey or just somebody stuck in their situation, one piece of advice. It can be a drop the mic one word. It can be a saying, a phrase but a piece of advice to help them get unstuck, be able to make their pivot of perspective in life and lead them towards their breakthrough. What would you tell them, Andy? Uh, I would say you are where you are because where you are right now is preparing you for where you're going to be. So trust that you are where you are for a reason. Don't let yourself be stuck. Keep putting one foot in front of the other and it's all gonna work out exactly how it should. Trust that you are where you are for a reason. Mm, I love it. You are where you are for a reason. Drop the mic. Andy Thomas, world's top snowmobiler. Thank you so much for gracing us with your presence and your mindset on the David Nurse Show. You are absolutely optimized for excellence, brother. Appreciate you. Thank you, brother. Loved it. Okay, so if you enjoyed that podcast, check this out. What I do is I give keynote talks to companies, corporations, organizations, teams all throughout the com country and the entire world. If you want me to come speak to your team, to your company, or know somebody who might, reach out to me, please. I'm very easy to get a hold of, david at davidnurse.com. And I'm also doing some super special gives with my new book, do it, the life-changing power of taking action, coming out April 4th. Message me because I'm doing some gives for free talks, for free coaching courses, even an amazing NBA 